1: Welcome back to another episode
0: of Talk Shonen. I am Jared.
1: That's right. He's Jared, and he
0: is the Turtles. That's right. I'm More than the turtle. one turtle. I'm, I'm I'm literally a bunch of turtles in a raincoat. That's that's exactly just little rascal style. Just yep. Just a <laughs> couple of them in a raincoat with nunchucks and pizza. Yeah, you gotta be turtles. Yeah. Eat pizza. It's the yeah, number it's, one diet. What I learned. Thing. Growing up from watching Ninja Turtles cartoons, they love pizza.
1: I just got my daughter into Ninja Turtles. Awesome. She thought she wasn't going to like
0: it and she loves it now. So I'm like, yes, finally. Proved her wrong.
1: Yep. But today, speaking of proving wrong, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about The Legend of Vox Machina. I finally got Turtle to watch something Critical Role.
0: Do we (laughs) have to call it the whole name? Like the whole. I've been calling it Vox Machina the whole time. I mean, The Legend of Vox Machina sounds like a very Scanlan thing to do. It is. Just constantly declare the entirety of the title. Yeah. It is a very Scanlan thing to do, and you have to do it because it yeah. is the legend of yeah. Vox Machina. So I want to be very clear for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not like Critical Role. I like Matt Mercer. I like some of the clips I've seen, but I, I don't find it very interesting. And I love mm-hmm. D&D yeah. podcast kind of you know game shows. Yeah. Uh, I would love Dimension 20, a couple other ones that are really good. Role 20 does a, a few with like uh, charity stuff. Yeah that were really good mm-hmm. um i just could never get into critical role
1: it's probably because like if you're going to be comparing dungeon master styles um like matt mercer's dungeon master style is a lot more like stephen king yeah where it's like the environment and everything is there, there's a lot more emphasis on what's around you and what's happening yeah so there and he also goes more for like a tolkien-esque you kind know of what? like high fantasy. That seems,
0: that seems pretty accurate from the parts I have managed to watch. Mm-hmm. He, is, he does have, and it's the exact kind of, like, I don't like reading The Lord of the Rings for that yeah. exact reason. Like, yeah. It's the kind of atmosphere building that I don't really care about. You yeah. give me like a forest, my brain builds a forest, you start adding in details, I lose track. I don't care anymore.
1: You're like, oh shit! I gotta look up what that adjective means. Yeah,
0: exactly. It, <laughs> just, it just fades out for me. Yeah, the stuff I really like is like Brendan Lee Mulligan. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Shout out to Brendan Lee Mulligan, who, mm-hmm. if he ever ever hears this, please, I love. Please you. come on the show. Yeah, you're it the was, best. It okay. would it would be a high point of our lives. Yeah. Oh my god. He's by far the favorite dungeon master I've ever watched or heard or whatever. He's he's by far the most entertaining. Yeah. And I think that's
1: that's why it works so well mm-hmm. in like a streaming. Uh, yep. kind of platform because oh, yeah. he is the most entertaining dungeon yes. master that i've ever seen and the
0: only person i've watched dm mm-hmm. that's come close is abria uh, abria ingar yeah abria Eingar, mm-hmm. who's amazing and when she runs for brendan doubly so like
1: <laughs> well her her whole uh, the the thing that she was running the the misfits and magic the, yeah, the magic was just so much fun
0: did you watch the holiday special
1: no, I didn't. I saw that she was DMing again. I, I was. So I good. have to do it. But I started watching the uh, the the sci-fi one now.
0: Yeah, so that's why I, uh, I'm gonna watch the next. It came out last night. Okay, uh, I'll be watching it tonight probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then so she also did for Roll Twenty on mm-hmm. YouTube, just a YouTube channel. They did like yeah. a charity drive with her running a magic system similar to Misfits and Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, and also has Brennan playing. Okay, yeah. And it's it's really good. And then it's, it's,
1: she DM'd for Critical Role, actually. She oh, did, did she, she did uh, Exandria Unlimited. Okay. Which is uh, it was kind of like a it was it was like a half season yeah. in between campaign two and campaign three. Yeah. And actually three of the characters from Exandria Unlimited are the characters in oh, okay.
0: campaign three of, yeah. of, of Critical Role now? See, I might watch some of that then. Yeah. I love her as a as a DM. She's fun also. She's, yeah, she's, she's, she's she doesn't
1: take herself too seriously and yeah. she well,
0: she also loves giving people stuff. Well that's so that's the thing, is um she inspired the the latest campaign I ran for mm-hmm. my friends. We did a, a for a Lulz campaign. Just literally, I was like, told them. I'm not going to be rules lawyering. It's if you want to try something fun, let me know. Yeah, you know, you uh, the goal inspiration of plenty. Yeah, inspiration and luck points, and yeah. we did this whole concept, and we did big, big criticals, and you know, big failures, and mm-hmm. and also was like, look, if you know, the goal is that you guys are having fun. unstoppable tanks. Like it's supposed to be like a fun. Oh, okay, yeah. You're you're the big the big mm-hmm. things going on. Yeah, and that was a really fun campaign. That was inspired by. Her styling of like, yeah,
1: where she's just like, you know what, yeah, I would love absolutely. to see that happen. And, and
0: some of the best moments came from that campaign because it was stuff mm. like, like, hey, I know the spell says this, but could I use it for this role play moment? I'm like, hell yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like that that just like really worked out, made it a lot of fun for. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous campaign. Yeah,
1: I will say, I mean, I think you would probably like Critical Role campaign two mm-hmm. more than you would like campaign one because okay. campaign one was a lot more like. Standard high fantasy, like yeah. those like the characters, as you have seen now, yeah, after watching Legends of Vox machina mm-hmm. um they're a lot more like archetypal kind of characters yeah. where it's like you know your're standard you know fantasy heroes, mm-hmm. and they're amazing because they are legitimate, just fantasy yeah. heroes, and they really embody that, but the second campaign is a lot. It's a lot more interesting. They went with, like, these really kind of flawed characters. Okay. And Matt's, you know, he was, you know, at that point, he yeah. had already done 300-plus hours. Yeah. Uh, or 200-plus or hours of streaming. Yeah. So, he was a lot more comfortable. Okay. So, he he would, you know, they would be, like... Yeah. They, they started using a lot more homebrewed kind of mm-hmm. things. He started, you know, they were, like, he oh, He got well, comfortable with the systems yeah. and everything. Yeah. And also, they would say things like, you know, normally... This class doesn't have this spell, but it makes sense that you would yeah. be able to do it because look at your backstory, look at yeah. everything that you can do. So
0: that's something yeah. I might check out uh campaign two. Campaign two. And um, I think campaign
1: three is is kind of shipping out to be the same way. Okay. Very um, colorful cast I, I now. should
0: put out there. Um I love Matt Mercer, mm. especially as a player. He, he's uh, when incredible he was in our um, uh, incredible. Uh, Bloodkeep. Uh, Bloodkeep, Bloodkeep, yeah. Bloodkeep. I I laughed so hard. Yeah. He was him and Brennan running, and him. I- I'd love to see a campaign. I was talking about this the other day.
1: Where it's like dual I- GM. I- I'd,
0: no, no. I'd love to see a campaign where it's Abria, Abria. Oh
1: okay, yeah, Abria,
0: Abria. Yeah. Fucking, I can't. It's fine. It's double A's. A. Abria. Yeah. <laughs> where it's Abria. Yeah. Running for Brennan and Matt. Oh my God, that would be. And then like bonkers. maybe like Zach. 'Cause Zach is Zach amazing. is another great one. Yeah. yeah. You know, whoever you want to throw in all, all any of their crews are yeah. like but if you did like a critical you gotta role, you got to have Laura plus, Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Laura Bailey is yeah. so amazing. Or um, uh even like like Emily Axford or someone like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really awesome players. But if you could, like did like a mishmash of like their crews, yeah, and then you had like Matt and Brennan as like mm-hmm. even like oh my god, can you imagine them playing like rivals that would be in great. the party? It'd be that amazing. Would, that would It'd be so be great. Amazing. Yeah. Um and then Abria- just kind of letting them do whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever Just they want, whatever. Yeah, campaign. Yeah. It was that would be absolutely stu- stupendous. Yeah,
1: I, I would, I would honestly, I would love yeah. to see that. But, uh, but yeah. But so, so, let, so let's
0: circle let's back. Talk about Vox Machina.
1: Okay, so now for me, as as like a long time Critical mm-hmm. Role fan, because I haven't, yeah. I haven't followed them since the beginning. Yeah, because you know I was, I was new to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, we've talked but, about that on the show. But I have followed them for years, mm-hmm. like many, many years. Yeah. So when they first announced the Kickstarter, yeah. I was like, I watched that live. Like, yeah, I watched them announce that. Oh, live, that's cool. And I followed the whole
0: arc mm-hmm. of like, I know. Them breaking didn't say records. that you chipped in, Jared. No,
1: because Jared is is historically poor. I mean, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Historically, uh, historically, it's like, do I want to yeah. chip in for this Kickstarter that may never happen, or eat?
1: Well, I mean, I knew that it was going to happen, but it, it really was like. Also, I did like I did consider it. Like yeah. I went on, and then I started looking at some of the uh, like the tiers and mm-hmm. what you got, and then I got like. Like, buyer's fatigue? Yeah. And I started going, well, I want that. Oh, yeah. But I can't afford that. But I really want that. Should I just do I've, that? I've been there. I've back and forth like that I've looked. At, I've looked
0: at Kickstarters related to some really nerdy shit where yeah. I've been like, can I justify $1,500 yeah. for a walk-on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some... And usually... I mean, always. I've never done it. The answer yeah, is no. Yeah, it, is, it, that's
1: what it always falls down to. But when
0: you're looking at like a, hey, you get to sit in the DeLorean or some other whatever. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm you picking. You're
1: like, a- do I want to spend two thousand dollars to to be able to get to get a flight to California, hang yeah. out with some of my heroes, and, yeah, exactly, and, and wear costumes from my favorite movies. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like th- 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 those thoughts happen. That buyer's fatigue is yeah. definitely there.
1: Yeah. So that that was kind of where I was at with it. But yeah. when I saw, you know. I was, you know, I was watching it when it was supposed to be two episodes because that's yeah. all it was supposed to be. Yeah, those first two episodes mm-hmm. were gonna be it. Okay, and also it was I going to that. be a different part mm-hmm. of their home game. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be a completely different thing. Um, I think it was supposed to be like their like how because it, it originally started off as like a one shot. Yeah, and I think it was gonna be that one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really gonna focus on like how they came together. But yeah. then once they uh completely fucking obliterated. What they were trying to raise because they were yeah. like, we need like seventy thousand dollars yeah to get to get these two episodes made and if you raise a little bit more maybe we'll make a third yeah and people were like like two million dollars is what you need you need two million dollars <laughs> you, I'll said, give you said two said million dollars right right because
0: we got two point two million here yeah yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as soon as that happened... See, I had no idea about that, so I didn't know about the Kickstarter or anything. Mm -hmm.
1: So, it completely changed, like, how they were doing it. So, they were like, okay, well,
0: the... Well, yeah, they had to launder the rest of the money somehow, (laughs) so they needed to make a full series that they'd then get paid for also... But still yeah. pocket one million.
1: <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. But uh but yeah, so I mean, and then Amazon came in and Amazon, you know, helped out also. Yeah. Um, so it was it was crazy to just kind of see that. And as soon as they announced that they were gonna be doing the Briarwood arc, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the best mm-hmm. thing yeah. that they could have done. <laughs> yeah. Cause the Briarwood arc is the most incredible arc that I've like I yeah. once again, I've seen all of Critical Role. Yeah. But when I, I look back and I go Man, what do I remember? Mm-hmm. There's, there's just certain instances from that where it yeah. got, it, it went from like being so like lighthearted and mm-hmm. funny, and like look at these guys that just try yeah. to
0: kill Scanlan's prismatic, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know jockstrap or whatever. Yeah, his uh, that's that is that
1: is actually a very. A very lore friendly thing, actually. Yeah. But uh but yeah, you know, it was very, very lighthearted and then it got to the Briarwood arc and then some shit happened. Yeah. And then you're like, Ooh, no. ooh, fuck. Yeah. Like this is a story. Yeah. And like as it kept going on, like, you know, some good roles and mm-hmm. some bad roles led to some really heavy shit happening. Yeah. And I was like, cannot wait yeah. to see what they do with this. Okay. So I'd say probably a good thing to start is what do you think of the cast of this okay.
0: thing? So Let's let's go with this. I so once mm-hmm. again, in case it wasn't clear, yeah, to our listeners, mm-hmm. all sixty thousand of you, I know yeah, you're uh-huh. out there, yeah, yeah. Um, the I've army, never, of you. yeah, the <laughs> army, the the absolute mass of our listeners, yeah. I know, I know nothing about Critical Role going, going into this. Mm-hmm. I've seen snippets on like TikTok and things like that, yeah, of like one line, you know, 10 second clips of no context to yeah. them. Something that could Which be funny. Which makes it all the
1: funnier. Yeah. yeah.
0: Something that's like a funny line, okay? And I've I've never really gone into it. I tried watching an episode and totally fell asleep, mm-hmm. passed out, and couldn't do yeah. it. So this episode, I went in cold with no expectations for characters, mm-hmm. no expectations for story, none of that. And Before knowledge, and I'm sure a Helps. lot of the fan play base really yeah. loved. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. It was <laughs> so... Now, my brother, who I watched it with, mm-hmm. he... New critical role has watched it. Not a big yeah. fan. He's not super into it either. So he only saw the first couple. Yeah, I of gotcha. things into it. Mm-hmm. But he knew a couple. Of, like there's a couple of things he picked up on, and then yeah. we talked about afterwards where he was like the barbarian said the line that i'm sure everyone's excited about oh yes you know, where he was like i would like to rage i would now. like to rage yeah, yeah. Like whatever it is and that's see mm-hmm. i'm sure that's a really big moment for critical role i lost fans. my fucking mind yeah, when I that was happened i was like that's a funny way to rage i had no yeah. concept that that was like a thing <laughs> so yeah that
1: was that was his that was his saying like yeah. every t- like literally for i think it was like 142 episodes yeah. every single time he raged it was I would like to rage, <laughs> and that's that's what he would say. And yeah. He would either say it's super angry, he would mm-hmm. say it like really really funny, but like mm-hmm. I would like to rage. Yeah. <laughs> he would go into that.
0: He's so that guy, by the way, that I see a lot of clips with him. He's Travis funny. Willingham. Yeah, Travis he's...
1: Willingham is uh, hilariously did not play D and D ever really really before Critical Role. Wow, a lot of them. Well, this was their first it. Really good. time doing it. Yeah, Ashley Johnson never yeah. played it. Sam Regal mm-hmm. never
0: played it. Oh, he's hilarious. Travis too. Willingham did never he, played did it. Did Sam Regal make up those songs for he does scanlon right yeah did he make up those songs scanlon mm-hmm. singing like like yeah i've seen some stuff with him where it's like he starts singing and doing something on the pod on the yeah like, like on the actual the uh, live yeah. stream and yeah. i'm like I, so we're watching i'm like i bet you this is something he fucking whipped up yeah for the the like mm-hmm. that's exactly oh it. he's really good yeah. he used oh, to improvise I have, it. i've seen him yeah. you know why i know him this is why i remember him mm-hmm. i've seen him and matt Mercer on Smosh. Oh yeah. They did yeah, try not to laugh yeah. and stuff like that. So. Yep, yeah. I and mean, yep. he's funny.
1: Yeah, he is he hilariously enough. He like he came into it knowing the least about Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And even though he's a voice actor and did like Yugi's voice and shit like that. Yeah. He did he's Yugi's not very voice? Yeah, he's Yugi's Shut voice the actor. Fuck. Yeah. Really. It's, when I say that this is like a star-studded cast yeah. of just voice actors, this I knew is the what's most star-stretching
0: and had the deleted Ashley Johnson, scene, honestly, and, Johnson yeah. and had the deleted scene from Avengers that never made it in. And yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, also on top of that, she's you know she's the voice of the main character in The Last of Us. She's yeah, she's yeah, just right. She's just in she's a bunch a, of like TV shows amazing, and stuff like that. Yeah, voice actors. Yeah, when they did the first campaign and also most of the second campaign, she mm-hmm. would like her character had to disappear for a while. Yeah, and they had to like work it into the story. Yeah, because she was filming Blindside at the time. Oh, okay. So she'd have to go away for a while and come back. And yeah. like, there's scenes of that show mm-hmm. where she's holding a critical role. Cup, yeah, and she would just be drinking out of it, and she would, or she would have like Dungeons and Dragons on the back of her notebook, yeah. Where they ch- kept trying to like throw nods, that she would just That's sneak funny. those things in, yeah. But yeah, like this is the most probably one of the most talented mm-hmm. groups of voice actors that yeah. are out there, yeah. These are some of the best improvisers, mm-hmm. where they and they're they're a long time
0: group of friends, yeah.
1: That just feed off of each other, and you you have and multiple you people that. that are married yeah. on this show, like you
0: get that that um that that. They, they, they have those vibes, those, like, companion yeah. vibes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, most of this stuff was was recorded live. Like, they, mm-hmm. were, they were in a booth together, and they were just yeah. still kind of, like, riffing off of each other, even though they had the script. Yeah. Which, I mean, it definitely helped, because this was a, you know, this was an improvised show yeah. that now they had a script for. But the voice actors and the pe- uh, were the producers. Yeah, like these are the these so are also be like, I the want characters. It to be like this. Yeah, yeah. Like very rarely are you going to be a voice actor for a show and be like, "Well, I have been this character mm-hmm. for
0: like three hundred like, like, hours." This line I'm supposed to read. I made it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Like you, you knew exactly what you were feeling in mm-hmm. that moment. You're yeah. so you know the best way to like mm-hmm. kind of
0: exactly. recreate that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And on top of that, though the supporting cast oh, yeah i don't know if you know all the people that they got for the supporting cast
0: um so i know for a fact that david tennant did the general and i that yes as soon as i heard him speak i was like shut up yeah
1: it's i lost so my mind good. when they announced yeah. that mm-hmm. um but also stephanie beatrice is lady Kima, which is the the dwarven paladin okay yeah, yeah. where she's like who the hell are these guys yeah that's stephanie beatrice so wow. that's that's mirabelle from encanto right there no <laughs> yeah yeah, Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine is uh, in there also. Yeah, yeah, so she's there. Um, they have uh, Lady Alora, mm-hmm. Visorin, the the blonde lady that was there. That's you know, mm-hmm. uh, very proper. Yeah, uh, if you watched Game of Thrones, yeah. Um. What's his name? Uh, Pedro Pascal's like lo- like wife. Yeah, in that show. Okay, she's she's doing the voice of of Lady okay. Laura. There, it's this is a
0: heavy hitting. Yeah, group of really See, clearly talented this names, is actors. yeah a pretty pretty high tier. Yeah, yeah, and I, um, I I love all the performances yeah. so far. It's so good. It's so so kinda, good. I want to tell you something quick. This Go for it. unrelated kind of. Okay, you mentioned on. Pedro Pascal, so it's a ner- yeah. it's nerdy though. Okay, um, I I haven't seen Book of Boba yet. Oh yeah, you're waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> And um, I heard, I've seen some spoiler, like vague spoiler stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I know that Mando is in it, clearly, because as soon as he showed up, there was all over the internet. The internet exploded, yeah. And then I saw a really funny meme today, because apparently episode six also features Mando heavily. And so...
1: Episode six features a lot yeah, of Yeah, I heard there was a bunch of cameos. Heavily. But... but I'm not going to ruin it the, for anybody. The
0: meme that I saw that I thought was hilarious was mm-hmm. this week on Book of Boba a cameo by Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> it like, kind of has, yeah. it
1: has kind of developed to that point. Yeah. But like, I, and I said this, I was just on um, You Have to See This Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and we we briefly talked about it. And one of the things that I said was I feel like the book of Boba it kind of needed an outside perspective on everything that was going on. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's only so much you can do for a war. Yeah. And that's what it's kind of building up to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it you know, they needed that outside perspective of mm-hmm. the galaxy at large. Yeah. To really give stakes and reasons why mm-hmm. people were doing what they were doing. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, but yeah he's definitely very absent mm-hmm. in a lot of his show
0: <laughs> yeah so i just thought that was interesting yeah anyway yeah. moving on moving on back to back to vox machina
1: yeah so this is definitely um and I, I guess from here on out we're gonna say like spoilers yeah um everything else was just you
0: know oh basic. I, there's something i want to comment on because mm-hmm. i don't have any of that future knowledge of characters
1: yes go for it um this is actually cool for me because yeah, I have. Yeah. All I, know, I know you have all of them. I thought these.
0: I I thought up things that would be interesting to talk about. Yeah,
1: go for it. Shoot. Um,
0: I'm not a huge fan of some of them. Now, I'm not saying okay. I'm, I hate them, but like, okay, I know who who are you? Who are you not liking so far? Uh, what's his name? Percy. Percy. Yeah. So, I don't dislike him. Mm-hmm. I think he's boring. I get mm-hmm. the backstory, I, and I'm yeah. like, I, 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 have the vaguest feeling that it's going to improve. Yes, but I don't have any knowledge that it's going to improve. I will tell you, Percy uh-huh. is one of my favorite characters. Okay, so he's definitely, well, uh, and you, you know, have to take just, into
1: account who I am. Oh, well, I
0: was gonna say that doesn't surprise me <laughs> because he is very edge lord. Do you know traditional? Since I said spoilers, yeah. I will say
1: so. That scene at the end, yeah where he blows off the fingers of the chauffeur and is going to just straight up murder the guy and the whole, your soul is forfeit, which was yeah. a, technically in another episode, but they mm-hmm. made it work mm-hmm. where it was. Yeah. That whole thing, um, it coined the phrase, no mercy, Percy. Okay. So every time he takes that plague doctor mask and puts mm-hmm. it on in that black smoke, which yeah. we'll learn more about all of that mm-hmm. as it goes on. So he's Gunslinger, right? Yes. He is, he's, he's Matt Mercer's homebrewed Gunslinger class. Okay. Uh, so he's a fighter.
0: So I know of the homebrewed Gunslinger class yeah. because I had a friend who's also an edgelord who loves <laughs> Matt Mercer's homebrewed Gunslinger class and wanted to play it, so we, we yeah. ran in one of our...
1: It's a solid class. I mean, I mean it works, yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's, it, it can feel very overpowered in the wrong campaign. Yeah, so. it depends on the campaign. It, yeah. In, in the show, at least, I feel like he's kind of underpowered right now.
1: Yeah, it's because of the fact that, well, Talison had, had an issue. He had a, a dice mm-hmm. that was referred to as the golden snitch. Okay. It rolled more 20s. Than any other dice. Okay, but it also rolled a shit ton of ones. Yeah, and for the gunslinger class, as you know, you roll a one, it's a misfire. Yeah, which completely. Which I, I fucks did you.
0: witness in the show quite a few times. Yes, which is so awesome.
1: Talison just had a really it was really, an all or nothing. Yeah, it was this this knack of being like, I just did two hundred points of damage because I critted on every yeah. single thing, or that gun's broken, fuck. Mm-hmm. Next gun, that gun's broken, yeah. fuck. <laughs> so uh-huh. that would happen to him quite frequently. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that makes sense. And they, they did show that in the show, which was mm-hmm. good. I, I you know what's funny about that is mm-hmm. not knowing that about the dice, I just thought, man, this guy's a shitty gunslinger. Like, he's right? <laughs> constantly misfiring. Like, yeah. maybe you should clean them once in a while, dude. <laughs> well, he's the inventor of it. That's, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's actually that's too, actually yeah. a
1: little bit of lore. I'll let you know that. Okay. So the lore is... Well, and all of our listeners. And all of our all listeners, All 60,000. Yeah. All 60,000 of you, the, the, multitudes, out the there. multitudes, the multitudes, so, the plethora of listeners. <laughs> Since this was coming over from Pathfinder, and yes. I guess in Pathfinder, the, you know, guns are a little bit more prevalent yeah, than Dunks and the Dragons. Yeah, they were in Pathfinder. Yep. Um, what they had to do to make it make sense was they made it that Percy is the inventor of guns yeah. in the world of Exandria. Okay. And how he came up with it was a dream. Okay, which plays into his backstory a lot more than mm-hmm. so that's that's the reason why it's like well why doesn't he just blah 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 yeah. blah because blah, blah, blah. nobody no else, knows yeah. nobody else knows how to there's do there's no it. foreknowledge to work yeah. off of so he is he is a very skilled inventor and invents yeah. a lot of really cool things yeah like my I I hope that they bring it in but he gets this cool thing and he programs it to work where he says manners. Mm-hmm. And in his very posh English accent, it's great because it ties the person up and it gags, like it gags oh, okay. them. So anytime That's someone some BDSM would be, stuff, right it is there. some BDSM stuff. But it was just very funny to anytime I, somebody was fucking why up. Why you like
0: him more and more? He's a great, he's a great character. Yeah, he's a great, character, he's a great, character, great character who's <laughs> an edge lord <laughs> with guns and a yeah. no mercy, mer- percy mode. Yeah, exactly. And it's he's like in berserker BDSM. mode himself. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But it was just great him to just be like manners, and then it would yeah, and just latch onto somebody it was great. So like I said, I'm.
0: So, Percy, so far, Percy only, what, feels a little weaker in the beginning. Three episodes? Only three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, that's like I said, no knowledge coming forward. Yeah, far. yeah. His character's weaker. I didn't see it. I mean, every, mm-hmm. every instance of him was kind of not impressive. Gotcha. The coolest moment with him was at the end of episode three with the fingers. It was no mercy person. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah. Came, and it came so far out of left field for me yeah. that I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Now that could totally change as we progress through the Oh yeah, the you'll
1: totally understand more like why he is like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and I get yeah. some vibes from from the show gave me mm-hmm. like the, some of the background of the the Vampire Lords that's definitely not Strahd. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. definitely not Strahd. Definitely
1: not Strahd, but it, the the Briarwoods are The
0: Briarwoods. They yeah.
1: they are they are kind of like uh their own version of Strahd.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're like Strad but without the demiplane.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um Yeah. But so that's very he was he was the weakest i thought of the characters okay. is
1: there anybody else that you're kind of on the fence about um
0: I so the twins are interesting, but they're mm-hmm. only interesting together. I find I, them okay. I find them individually boring.
1: Okay. They are more archetypal.
0: Yes, they're. I don't see. I'm not. So this is the other thing too. Is I'm so used to very non archetypal yeah. campaigns and characters mm-hmm. that watching the beginnings of very classic traditional D and D archetypes is like yes okay now the ranger shoots the arrow and they're okay and then now the rogue is sneaky and throws a knife oh very interesting
1: i i will (laughs) say they definitely get better as they get stronger and
0: i'm sure that's the case and you know this critical role isn't the critical success it is because because they made bad shit mad bad characters that never progressed
1: yeah but i will say vax is another one of my favorites yeah um He's also one of the saddest things. Like his whole character arc from start to finish is one of the saddest things ever. I didn't
0: start liking him till the silver coin with the the boy and the dragon thing. That, when mm-hmm. I, that's when I was like oh they did give them depth.
1: He kind of is learning humanity mm-hmm. which becomes actually like a, a really big part of his character. Yeah. He's a character that feels very deeply for mm-hmm. what he cares about yeah. it's just currently he doesn't fucking care about mm-hmm. anything where they are in the story wow. and he's slowly learning to care about the people around him and you mm-hmm. know maybe care about the country as a whole yeah. and humanity and you know or the, the humanoid races I should say. Yeah. He's slowly learning to like mm-hmm. let more things in mm-hmm. because of all of the trauma in mm-hmm. their past, yeah. And Vex is actually Vex is a funny character because she's the only character whose uh, alignment changed oh. <laughs> in uh, in the first campaign, yeah. Because she kept doing greedy like laura played her character very greedy yeah like she was like i really
0: love money yeah
1: and she's like i also really love cool shit Mm -hmm. like she wanted she wanted things to fly yeah for like the whole campaign yeah and at the moment that something came came there it was like oh well you got to do this thing and save this person she's like but really quick i'm gonna grab the thing that flies that he kind of relies on for (laughs) everything
0: oh my god And then
1: at the end of that episode matt's like hey laura can you really quick uh uh, change your your alignment from chaotic good to chaotic neutral. And she's like, why? And she's like, he's like, I don't know. Maybe because your first instinct has been, I'm going to steal that for myself and lie yeah. about it. Yeah. So she's a very fun character. That's,
0: that's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: So yeah, they they definitely are better together. Mm-hmm. And their scenes where they're together are going to keep getting better. Yeah. It's a very interesting take on like a sibling relationship yeah. where it literally is because these are two siblings that have only had each other. Yeah. Like literally, literally only yeah. had each other mm-hmm. for their whole lives. So they have a very, very close bond and it, it, it I feel like they do it really well in the stream. Yeah. So I, I, really look forward to some of the things that they're going to do going forward in the show. Well,
0: like I so, said, their dynamic is pretty good. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Keyleth? That's uh the, the redhead, the redhead the druid, the, the druid. Yes. Um, she had some interesting moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was not. Uh, I I think she was more interesting than the people I've mentioned I didn't like. Yeah. But not more interesting than Scanlon or. Uh, no one's more interesting than Scanlan. Yeah. And by the way, Scanlon, <laughs> I, I feel at least mm-hmm. at this point, is the least useful party member, but the most mm-hmm. interesting party member.
1: Uh, he continues that for a while. Yeah. Uh, and that it's actually kind of a, a bit of a conflict within himself, mm-hmm. where when he's comparing himself to these people that are like gods at what they do, yeah, he does have kind of an inferiority complex. He's yeah. like, I just sing songs, and you guys fucking you know go yeah. off and do whatever you're gonna do. And I will say, he has—if they do this ever in the show—he mm-hmm. has a part that is. It was emotionally crippling mm-hmm. to people watching it, like it wow, devastated, yeah. and it involved him, yeah, so if they ever get to that part that I, I will I will probably warn you ahead of time, yeah be like, get some fucking tissues, yeah, because it was it was really, really heavy, but at the same point, he yeah. is the most charismatic fucking person
0: yeah in oh my I, God. I think any universe yeah. of d and d yeah the, just the the level of like c- traditional like, here's the thing. I, I was talking about this with my brother also. Mm-hmm. I, well, none of my friends and I have ever played the traditional bard that like had to s- like, like, had to fuck yeah. everything and no, had to yeah, sing no songs? Have, none of us have really played the seduce them all bard. Yeah. So, I know it's the trope, but I was yeah. like, yeah, but whatever. Watching it be played out and be played out well has been <laughs> very entertaining for yeah. me because it's not something I really see. Yeah. All of our bards have been, although none of us really play archetypical characters, mm-hmm. so all of our bards have been Different, interesting in other ways. Yeah, Bardic in other ways. You mm-hmm. know, we've had lots of interesting Bards. Yeah, none of them were the "I'm going to bone the dragon" Bard.
1: Exactly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. If it if it moves, I'm gonna have sex with it. Yeah, and also I'm gonna sing a song. Have you yeah. done a lot of sing songy Bards? No,
0: we've done a lot of Bards that do like instruments, whistling, okay. dancing. Okay, we've done fire spinning. We've done like lots of performances. Have Have
1: you made your people actually do it?
0: Uh, we've made them do like. I mean, I've done whistling Bards. Um, okay, okay. I've yeah. done his singing part, but not because not that's well. the thing with Sam. Sam actually started in theater, yeah, and he
1: uh, was in like musicals, yeah, like as a child. Mm-hmm. So, like, he is very musical, yeah. And on the stream, he would take popular songs mm-hmm. and remix Re- it, yeah, for whatever he was doing. Yeah. So, like, and a, a lot of the music
0: mm-hmm.
1: he wrote, like, yeah. So, that's that's just straight up Sam being yeah. Sam. And some of the music in this that he does is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, already
0: what I've heard is Mm -hmm. hysterical. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I will say the reason why I mentioned Keyleth is because in the stream, Mm -hmm. she was the least popular character. She was the most hated character, actually. Mm -hmm. That's a better way of putting it. The Critical Role fans at large hated Keyleth. Really? I did not hate Keyleth. Because I understood um, her what her backstory was trying to get at,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know she is a very naive kid, yeah, trying to grow into a role of a leader yeah. that she doesn't even think she should be, yeah, and she has uh, so she has a lot of insecurities about that that she's yeah. trying to overcome, yeah, um, and I think that the show is is capturing that well mm-hmm. without like harking
0: on like it's oh a-
1: she's super insecure all the time i didn't
0: even get those vibes when i mm-hmm. watched it so yeah. maybe that's like
1: she definitely is insecure mm-hmm. like she like before she does things she does yeah. have like this moment of doubting herself mm-hmm. and you know when something goes wrong she
0: was like did i fuck this up mm-hmm.
1: which i do like the fact that they didn't censor anything mm-hmm. like i feel like this show would have failed if they try to make it family you know, friendly. that's the
0: other thing yeah i really enjoyed that they just went this is this is what they said like yeah. they're it wasn't, what are
1: your thoughts on the, like how adult it
0: is? I thought it was reasonably adult. I didn't think it was like over the top. It didn't feel like they were going for like the shock and awe adult. Mm-hmm. It just felt it felt like a campaign I've played in. Like it felt like you <laughs> yeah. know like it's yes, yeah this is what my character would say. Oh shit, a dragon! Like that's yeah, yeah. you know that's a, a fucking dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just everything felt a- appropriate to what I would expect from adventurers in that yeah. situation. I mean, I was on on board.
1: Someone gives a heroic, you know, rousing speech, and everyone's like, no. No, yeah. Yeah,
0: the dude (laughs) dude at the camp where the general gives his speech, the the general dragon gives his speech, and the guy's (laughs) like, like, "Uh uh-uh, nope. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like... I mean especially how it like began mm-hmm. where it's just like there's these brave adventurers yeah, they're the yeah, only yeah. ones that can save the earth and then they get systematically slaughtered with 15 murdered. seconds. Yes. Yeah I think that that was I, I feel like that set the tone yeah, for what it was gonna be like I started really well. it
0: with no expectations. I was like mm. I don't know I don't care about Critical Role I went in it. I started it before I knew what episode one was done, I was like, "Yep, that's good." And James and my, my brother and I were like, <laughs> "Yeah, next one, please." And like, just kept just kept going.
1: It's like you kind of have to keep watching. Yeah. It. You're like, I really, really, really need mm-hmm. to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I will say, it just picks up. Yeah, from here.
0: I mean, if this is like how it starts, and if the campaign gets better, mm-hmm. then I'm pretty excited for it.
1: I will say, as a, a fan of Critical Role, there were some Easter eggs in the first three episodes that I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? That they're setting this up already? Yeah, because the the you know the the legend of Vox Machina mm-hmm. is well, like the stream is broken up into I think like six or seven arcs. Okay, with the Briarwood arc being you know one of the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just say something that I noticed that was set up. There was there was uh, one thing in particular. Okay, that was set up. That is huge to any of the stream fans, but you probably looked at it and just went, "Eh, "Yeah, yeah that i that's Dungeons and Dragons shit." Yeah, is the Chroma Conclave, which I mentioned to you in passing. I think uh, maybe on maybe on the show, maybe not, but it is a humongous part of it and an amazing thing. So I feel like if when I'm going to say when this gets Mm. picked up for another season, yeah, um, it's going to be Chroma Conclave.
0: uh, there's no way it's not gonna it's already got so much hype mm-hmm. around the first three episodes yeah like there's 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 things where i'm like i don't know if it's gonna get picked up because of whatever there's a yeah. there's something like uh i'm trying to oh dc dc did a dc, DC did a new show mm-hmm. um i only saw because i was browsing stuff the other day it's called yeah. pennyworth okay and it's about alfred it's about alfred have yeah. you heard about it I have not yeah me, me either i'm in is all, it good i don't know I'm in all of the all of the yeah. comic TikToks and show yeah. and nerd stuff, and no and one's I've talking heard, about I've it. I've heard not a single word about it, and HBO Max is like, this is uh, the the talk of the town, top rated show, and I'm like, I highly it's like, doubt what town? that. Yeah, what I'm town like, are you listening? And to? all I could see, all I could think was, I doubt it. Yeah, and that's I don't think so. That being said, I'm not even on the like I wasn't even on Amazon. I didn't get Vox Machina, mm-hmm. you know shown to me yeah i heard about it through the grapevine through a million different <laughs> things yeah so yeah. i mean there's it's that that is the indicator there of mm. like this is good this is popular well
1: there has also been kind of like a call to arms mm-hmm. within the community where they're like look this got a amazing amount of traction yeah it broke a bunch of records mm-hmm everyone is loving it they're like mm-hmm. pretty much the general consensus is like these first three episodes people have given them like a nine yeah. out of ten yeah absolutely. which I completely I'm completely on board with, with I'm, you. I'm, I'm like I'm like 9.3, nine point3 nine point4 for me um so you know that is the general consensus but they're like shows have been good mm-hmm. and been popular yeah and not picked up for a second season yeah. They're like, and there's been a call to arms for people. They're like, just watch it, just yeah, keep just watching watch it. it, just keep Make watching it, sure it over, gets, and yeah. over and over and over and over again. Views, because they're like, I, I think they said like twenty billion hours or something like that. They're like, that's that's what these studios need to see. Yeah, to go. Okay, maybe we don't have to. Ju- you know, maybe Dungeons and Dragons, maybe fantasy, is a redeemable. Mm-hmm genre because in all actuality it hasn't like every time they do something that's fantasy Mm -hmm. it always falls flat yeah and also maybe that you know maybe it'll get studios looking at it and going okay dungeons and dragons and fantasy yeah is a a really good ip that we should maybe start pulling from yeah and also maybe we should just let the fan base dictate what the fuck happens because maybe they do know what they They want to see yeah and if if this succeeds in the way that that people are hoping it succeeds, it's going to hopefully open the door for more creative storytelling in yeah. in, in this same in the same way, which is just going to make everything I mean, so much better.
0: God, I'd love more um, fantasy game based media. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt and I, Matt from Dark Run Podcast. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's been on here too. Yes, he has. Yes, yeah. he, has, he uh, has been on here. Uh, he. Uh, he and I were talking about World of Darkness on the mm-hmm. way here and some of the game settings for World of Darkness and like Mage and Werewolf yeah. and Vampire and all these things, they're amazing. And mm-hmm. you could do some really killer media with yeah. some... I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's campaigns and story arcs out there that are amazing. Guaranteed. Or, or someone that just really likes them could make something mm-hmm. out of it that would be hella entertaining. Yeah. Or, or even something mainstream like Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. I'd love, love to see it well done. Yeah, well done one. Because, well I mean, they, there's, they've, there's try, they've tried to do that stuff are so great. that aren't great, yeah. But they're, they're, a lot of the ones that have done weren't really passion projects. So you can also tell the difference between like someone that knows the game yeah. and likes it or mm-hmm. loves it and someone that's just like, this is a kind of popular franchise and we're going to turn it into <laughs> a serialized cartoon. And yeah, you're yes. like Yeah, okay, I can see what you're going for here, but it's not it, Yeah,
1: if a show is, doesn't have heart, yeah, it it comes out. Yeah. I will say, what did you think – about the show, will you how say it? You how, said I
0: will say like thirty times. Yeah,
1: I will say, I will say, will say.
0: Do you know what I mean? I do say, I say. Do you know what I mean? A lot. That's we mine. have our phrases. Yeah, that's mine. My my wife makes fun of me for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So, what did you think about how like the mechanics of D D were kind of shown in the show? Because I feel like they definitely they did were it, shown.
0: I did. I think they did it really well. Mm-hmm. They. They make a point of giving them, like, you don't have, like, a turn-by-turn, turn, okay, here's initiative, mm-hmm. but you do get, like, okay, he's he does his rage, they're doing dispel. they're talking yeah. about, you know, what mm-hmm. they can do in these different things, Yeah, and like, you know, she, uh, what's the dwarf's name? The, or Dude, the gnome. The, the
1: gnome? Gnome. The gnome is Pike.
0: Pike. Yeah. Uh, Pike, like, does, like, Shield of Faith, and, like, yeah. stuff like that that, like, just Mm-hmm. It makes sense. like, I'm watching it knowing most of these spells and abilities going, oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool that they did like that. And the, I think
1: another cool thing was her trying to cast Cure Wounds again. Oh, yeah. yeah. When and she didn't have, have a the, spell slot. And she's
0: like, I just don't have it in me. And it's like, yeah, because she's out of spell slots. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. It made sense to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I really liked it.
1: Yeah. Or like Percy's, you know, guns failing. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like, that was so, a one. <laughs>
0: so that's funny in that. And I never, so that one slipped by me mm-hmm. for them rolling badly. Yeah. That one just, didn't even cross my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the spell slot thing, that was, I was like, okay, here's the, yeah, that's the definitive nod to like mm-hmm. D&D mechanics and uh, the rage, which I liked. And a bunch of the other stuff was just, it was just really good. It was, I think it was really well done.
1: I will say something that you probably didn't notice um, that you would only notice as a watcher of the mm-hmm. show is that that scene where Vax has been paralyzed, the cold person is uh-huh. on him and uh, he's just stuck there. Yeah. And until he you know, until Silas bites him and stuff like that. Um it's almost one for one. I mean, aside from like how things kind of went down in that room. Yeah. Um, because they were originally in the room already. He was just trying to sneak in and they immediately were like yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah yeah. and then he was like oh I'm a guard and I thought I heard something but you know I, I I like how they did it where it was him literally just being sneaky and mm-hmm. like looking at everything and yeah. do, doing all this stuff and then just being you know it's yeah. some fucking vampires immediately were like yeah. you're in our room and we know Strahd you're Strahd
0: steps in the door and, exactly whatever his name is yeah Silas yeah. I will call him Strahd for it's probably fine. the entirety of the show <laughs> I said it, I, I did the same thing when I was watching it, I was talking with my brother and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Strahd, and he was like, Silas. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Strahd. Yeah, Strahd. Like, that's just, <laughs> just, just, just who it is. We all yeah. know.
1: Yeah, so when he he had hold person cast mm-hmm. on him, in the stream, he failed the first roll against it. Okay. Okay, and then of course, mm-hmm. you get to re-roll. Mm-hmm. So, the, I love how they showed that, that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he was stuck. Yeah. But then... He finally he was able to, yeah. to do that. So it was another mechanical thing from the stream that yeah. I think was, was shown really, really well. And I yeah. think the timing of it with the bite kind of yeah. made it seem like he might have snapped out of it. But, but that of, delay yeah. really shows that he he just succeeded his role. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that was awesome. Yeah. All right, so I, I think I already know what you're going to say. We kind of glazed over. But mm-hmm. out of 10, what do you think so far?
1: I honestly it's like a like a 9.3 9.4 for okay. me. That's, yep. It's it's not perfect cuz mm-hmm. there there's definitely places where I think it can yeah. get better. Yeah. But I think especially for the for like the opening yeah. and like how, to get people hooked on it, I think they couldn't have asked for a better okay. way of doing it. Now
0: where do you fall? And this is I really yeah. want to know. So, having none of that foreknowledge as we've talked about, mm-hmm. I think it's a strong 7 seven and a half okay it, it was hard for me to stop watching it and i was yeah. definitely disappointed when i was done with episode three yeah like disappointed like i didn't have more not. Mm-hmm. it is very good there's things i'm still wanting for yeah that i don't have the knowledge on coming and i, up. I
1: think it's because you don't have that yeah. that connection to the characters yeah, exactly. and you're like you're like they still feel like flat characters exactly to
0: you. they're still semi-hollow in a lot of respects for me yeah but that being said, the, the art is fantastic. The mm. story is That's amazing. That's Titmouse, by the way. Titmouse, okay, amazing yeah, job. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just across the board, I thought it was very enjoyable. And I'm very excited to keep watching mm-hmm. it.
1: Which, of course, as we are recording this we'll definitely, tomorrow, yeah. there will be another episode. So yeah. looking forward to uh, to seeing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're not gonna do a weekly podcast update Yeah, on We're not we're not maybe, gonna
1: become the, the may, Vox Machina podcast. Maybe
0: every month we'll update with maybe like the at next the end. four episodes. Maybe,
1: maybe we'll do like what you what you felt about like once the season is done. Yeah. And just, like once once it's finished out, we'll do, we'll, we'll revisit do an it overall, and see what you thought and what yeah. I thought and how it compares to the,
0: the uh, campaign. Well, and stuff. I'm almost certain if I get it really into it, I'm gonna bring up stuff on it though. <laughs> this just, Yeah, yeah. We'll D will come up and I'll be like, Hey, did you see in Vox Machina episode yeah. seven, they uh they did this and then Scanlin. He had he had the prismatic butt plug. I didn't think he could have any more.
1: <laughs> all of his attunement slots are used for just, sexual yeah, items. That's
0: it. that's it. That's it. Yep. That's what he does. Speaking of D&D, before we finish up completely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Strahd. So I was talking about how I was inspired to do the Lulz campaign by uh, yeah. Abria. Abria.
1: Abria. Yeah, Abria. I got you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but before that, we did a Curse of Strahd campaign. Okay. With a whole different group. And I've done Curse of Strahd before, too. And I love mm-hmm. Curse of Strahd. Um, as, as a setting and a campaign, I think it's really fun. Yeah. We ended the Lulls campaign with them being level 25 demigods. Uh, <laughs> they literally nuked the Court of Winter, yeah. like the Winter Court of the Fae, okay. and yeah. took most of the mantle of power of Winter and ended... And by the way, the, the campaign took place in and outside of Mega City 1 with judges. Like, that's... Like, but all in a fantasy world. I'm trying to tell you, this campaign yeah. was meant to be bonkers and fun. Gotcha, and, yeah. Uh, and so... Oh, Doctor Who's in it cuz the the but he's not Doctor Who's, he's the engineer. Oh, okay. And yeah. he's the one that made the war forged in this world.
1: Okay, yeah. It's
0: it's a whole thing anyway. Um so the point is,
1: if you want to hear if you want to hear about Turtle making, well, you know, releasing his his <laughs> crazy LOL thing. Yeah. You know, let us know.
0: <laughs> uh and so the 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 Strahd campaign, I gave got the idea from I think a Reddit post mm-hmm. that was saying um you know, send uh, it would be fun to send high level characters into uh, into Barovia like Strahd oh, yeah. Strahd messed up and brought the wrong party in.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Or vice versa. These characters that I from this laws campaign now have winter fey in them. Mm-hmm. And Barovia does touch the fey planes as well. Okay. So, I was like I was like I'd I was like a as like a one shot later on or something mm-hmm. fun just for the shiggles. It's,
1: it's just it's just this it's LOL. Just
0: this this group of four <laughs> Level 25 yeah. unstoppable demi beings that just like are like Whoop the shit out yeah. of Strad. What's this little plane doing in our turf? And like yeah. roll in on Strahd, like, oh, it's time to die.
1: <laughs> you just got Strahd's gotta die. Yeah.
0: And just like just straight up roll into Barovia as as just an unstoppable force that even yeah. Strahd is like, what the hell is that?
1: See what you got to do. You got to you got to do another thing that's popular on TikTok right now, mm-hmm. which is do strad mm-hmm. without a Eastern European accent. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> just do them with like a I Southern never, accent. I never do the Eastern European accent. I just can't do it. Oh okay. You're more likely to get a Strahd from me that's like semi Australian. <laughs> that's like I have the worst. I can't do can't do Eastern European, but I can do yeah. Scottish, Irish, yeah, Australian, mm-hmm. a terrible French accent. Can you do? Can you do any 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 good British accents? <laughs> I couldn't do British to save my life. I think I was gifted with an absolutely pristine Scottish accent, but and that ca- murdered any of chance I have. You know, British. What? that's what it is. It's just yeah.
1: is the the hatred. I'm not
0: even Scottish or English, but but there's something ingrained genetically. You just got
1: it. You got the yep. Scottish so well that you yep. picked up their hatred of, of, the, of exactly, of Britain. <laughs> yeah. exactly.
0: So I just I've tried British and I just can't do it. And I have a, one of my best friends mm-hmm. is British. He's one of the groomsmen in my wedding. Yeah, and you met him. You met him at my uh, bachelor party. Don't say his name, but uh, he's I'm trying right. to remember a British guy. Uh, he was wearing the the link armor.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. I did mean it. Okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he's British, and I'm friends with some of his friends in England, and I, I have. I thought he was doing a voice, so he's actually no, British. He's actually okay, British. Cool. Yeah, yeah, He's actually right, British, yeah. and and I still cannot do a British accent, from, even with his help. Yeah, no, just not even. Man, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: All right, well, I think that's probably where we should end it. And Sounds like I good. said, we're going to definitely revisit this at Absolutely. the end of the season. Um, but, you, of course, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. But the best place to find us is going to be our website. I remembered – wait, before you do okay. this.
0: I remembered where I saw that got the idea for it's – because it's related to you.
1: It's related to me?
0: Yeah, I remember where I got <laughs> the idea for the, the high-level characters roll in on Strahd. Okay. It's because I saw a meme, and it was a Moon Knight meme, where Moon uh. Knight walks in and goes, Come out, Dracula, you nerd. What, what's it that the Moon Knight be like – Come out, Dracula! You, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? Yes. That Moon Knight meme. Yeah, that Moon Knight comic panel. Yeah, and it's like when you're when your party leveled up too much, and now you're just in Strahd's castle for the loot
1: that's funny and
0: it, it, i read it and thought of you and yeah. that was the idea for the rolling the high level that's great campaign that is awesome yeah. i love it okay sorry I, i'm glad i, I, I can help yeah. <laughs> Tartel, why don't you let
1: them know what our website is where hey
0: can check us out on rum dot com where you can listen to all of our episodes of this show all our other shows like dark rum rum runners our new stuff coming out mm-hmm. um you can check out uh our other podcasts on the network, like the Chunkus Cast. Yeah, shout out to my boy. Yeah, um, we got
1: Senpai Kohai. Senpai we also Kohai, got you have to
0: watch this podcast. You have to watch this podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm repeating to remember. <laughs> Names yep. are hard, man. Yeah,
1: it's going to be there for other. Now, if you want to get your podcast on our network, you can go to that site right at the bottom. There's a contact us form. You can let us know what your show is, and uh, we will reach out to you and let you know what you got to do to become a member of the RRPN family. Uh, Of course, check out our partners over at Times Live Radio Studios, uh, at Times Live Radio Studios on Facebook. Uh, Make sure to check out the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast, especially if you are in the Lehigh Valley and want to know where to eat.
0: Didn't you just do something with them, James?
1: Yes, we did. There's a a show where we we just uh, filmed it uh, at The Goat over in Stockertown. Okay. Um, And there's going to be more coming up very shortly. By the time this releases, The Goat episode will be up. And we'll have another one in production. So
0: what's the goat? I'm just, spoiler real. Spoiler teaser. real, yeah. Teaser, so, yeah. little teaser. What's the goat? Um,
1: the goat is the, uh, they do, it's a bar, but they have very, very good pizzas there. Okay. Uh, Detroit style pizzas, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, uh, some of the best onion rings that I've ever had in my life. Really? Okay. Luckily, as the crew, I got to have some of the food and it was great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you're in the area, definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah. I'll
0: have to check it out. Yeah. So that sounds good. The goat. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. All
1: right, everybody. Now you uh, embrace your fandom.
0: And let your nerd flag fly. Peace. Peace. (laughs)